Well, our moms think we're funny. <sighs> I, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to get myself ready. I didn't have my, my podcast voice going on. <clears throat> oh, so, give me that. Just gonna... <clears throat> I just have my podcast voice going on. <laughs> oh, this is Dirk Wayne, too. <clears throat> Hey, this is Dirk Wayne. <coughs> hey, this is Turk 182. No, <clears throat> sorry, too deep, too Hey, everybody, this is Turk 182. And I'm a Comey. Oh, and we are back here with another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Yeah, a little, little bit of a weird one today, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Dr. Moreau's House of Pain? Hell yeah. Welcome to Dr. Moreau's House of Pain, everybody. Dr. Moreau's House of Pain. I think we should have that one playing in the background. <laughs> I'm going to check out the trailer first. Oh, it's a Charles Band movie, so there you go. <laughs> I'm just going to check out the trailer first before I before I commit myself to it, because that pig thing is not something I want to see for like the next hour and a half. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, it's been a while since we've just done a, a, a comic book episode, yeah? Yeah, Dr. Moreau's House of Pain featuring Everlast. Hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> um, Everlast from the band House of Pain. Yeah, I got you. Okay, got you. I didn't uh, want you to confuse him with that guy that uh, that did that song. You know, uh, the now you know what it's like. You know, the he had that the album uh, Whitey Four Sings the Blues. I don't want you to confuse that guy with that uh, other guy. Of course, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching an hour and a half of that pig guy. I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, comic books. Yes, we are talking about comic, comic books. Comic books. Yeah. You pay, pay no attention to. Uh, just, just trying to pick a movie to play in the background. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we're looking at some full moon features. We're gonna settle on something, <laughs> yeah, but it won't be this. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we've been also be really kind of just talked about comic books directly as yeah, opposed yeah. to like peripheral stuff like comic book movies and, and so on and so forth. Because you know, obviously the it, throughout season three, I kept kind of peppering it with like. So I was watching Avengers Endgame the other day. So I was watching, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Avengers and Infinity War. So I was watching, you know, Black Panther. You know, that, uh, and I happened to see, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever it was. Still, I, I'm always going to say, yo, Falcon, you nasty. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> until you can tell me why or show me in some reason that that's not what I saw wasn't what I saw. We all saw it. You Falcon, you nasty. <laughs> um, but uh, but we're never actually talking about comics directly. And since we did a, our episode about the GalaxyCon and stuff, and we we picked up a crap ton of books. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I did. I think it's right to even just maybe even talk about uh, kind of the uh, maybe some of the books we picked up there, or just you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know one thing I was talking to you about uh, uh, during our recording session was. I had picked up a, um, I had picked up a, um, uh, another, what, three issues or the, uh, it was, it wasn't a full sex. I was missing one, mm-hmm. but I think I picked up, I think I picked up four issues total, but, the, but, um, I'm three issues closer to another, um, to another uh, complete set of Gilgamesh 2 by yep, Jim yep. Starlin. This would make my fifth or sixth complete set of Gilgamesh 2. Uh, cool. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because I mentioned to uh, Peter David when we were talking to him how like how much I love like his, the Hulk novel with Savage Beast and talking about you know, how it fits into the thing without actually being a part of the, the Marvel continuity. Right, right. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I've got three paperbacks um copies two hardback copies and he looked at me like 
why? And I was like, and I, and he didn't say, he just kind of looked at me. He just gave me that look. Um, and I was like, it's like, yeah, whenever I see a copy of that, like out in the wild, you know, I get one. And, 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 and at that point he said, why? And I was like, it's just, I don't know. Just, I just have to have it. If I see one out there, it's, I guess, I guess to me, it's like, I see it out there. It's like, it needs a home. Like, why would this book just be out there? Right, right. I didn't tell him that one of the copies that I, that I got at a uh, used book sale is one of those like used book sales for like a YMCA or something like that. No, it was right. Boys and Girls Home. <laughs> Hardback copy signed by him. <laughs> And I'm like, who the fuck? Did-? I mean, that that blew my mind when I got this book for like three bucks, hardback, what Savage Beast, and everything, and then flip it open inside it's signed by him. I'm like, who yeah, does yeah. that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, but it's like when I see it, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's like it's like it needs a home. Like like someone like dropped it off like a kid at the fire station, and yeah, like like yeah. what? I'm like, yeah, we found this copy, of what Savage Beast. Uh, <laughs> you, you want to take him home? Like. Oh, I'd love to. I'll put you next to your brothers and sisters. Like I, I, I just have to. It's 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 like it's like my two adventures, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I currently have like ten copies of like Mystery of Chimney Rock, which neither one of us can get through. Uh, so <laughs> but I see another one. And I'm like, I have to have it. Like I already have that. I know I already have it. We all know I already have it. But even if I try to walk away and not pick it up, I, you know. I, I go back to him like, yep, I'm gonna go ahead and take that too. So yep, yep, yeah, I can't help it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so with same thing with Gilgamesh too. Like I see one, and I know with Gilgamesh though, the reason is because I love the story so much. I think it's so good. Yep. That yep. I know a lot of people don't know about it, and I think it's one of those that's it's a good story. It's kind of lost in them. Even like something like like Frank Miller's Ronin. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's a good book. It's been kind of lost in time with everything else, and it really needs someone that be like, oh hey, have you read this? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I think mean, you can even say something like that with like a um like a uh, Alan Moore um like from Hell's like a much uh, bigger book right but mm-hmm. you could even say that with that even though it had a movie that didn't do so well um be like oh have you read this it's an Alan Moore it's like of course I read everything Alan Moore but like have you read <laughs> From Hell um and From Hell is interesting I haven't uh, like I've started it but I haven't gotten far into it yet. Hmm. Well, so let's let's switch over to someone like like Sinkevich and you straight toasters, right? Straight like, toasters, yeah. Like, how many people know about that? Very few, which I mean, it's shocking because it's an amazing book. So, so when I when I see like Gilgamesh <clears throat> two out there, I try I pick them up as long as they're in good shape. Yeah, uh, I yep. pick them up, I make a set, and then if I know somebody that I know, you know, obviously like I'm not just gonna find anybody in the street. Hey, buddy, you Gilgamesh two, <laughs> go to hell. Word. <laughs> <Hey>, uh, <laughs> But I'm like, I'm like, have you read this? Like, here, here's a complete set of right, Gold Mesh right. Two, you know, and check it out. I, so I, 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 I've done that like I think twice before. Well, so um, Crowfan, that's how he got mm-hmm. his. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you actually, I think we had a con, and I told him I said you need to get this and read it. Um, and I, if he hadn't bought, it, I was going to. And then I got you your copy. And I think I give someone else a copy too, yeah, or like yeah. a, a collect as. Uh, a set of it, but it's just one of those that is really good and I really like it. So, yeah, yeah. It's, but, um, it's spectacular. So, you know, I, I picked up that at the, at the con and a couple other things, and you got, got some stuff too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I, I've got a very different approach to uh, buying books than you do because mm-hmm. I'm always looking for like the obscure and looking for like kind of indie stuff. And, you know, I'm more likely to buy something like cartoony that's done by like a one man creative team. I'm, I'm going to be like quicker to buy something like that 
So, uh, I, I picked up some interesting looking stuff. Um, picked up some stuff that, uh, that, like, I've just, I've, I've been aware of and have been a fan of. Like, uh, I finally got the first trade collection of Headlopper. Oh, yeah, I remember you and, picked uh, that up. Yeah, I, I just, I love Headlopper. Love the guy's art style. Love, love the story and all that. So, I was super excited to get that. Um, I want to say I got, uh... I want to say that I got the second trade collection of Southern Bastards. I might not have. But Southern Bastards is super, super good. Very good series. Beautiful color work. Uh, really, really cool story. Southern Bastards is great. Um, I've heard um, I've heard that, that it's good. There was one year where it was insanely popular. Like, when it first dropped, it just took the market by storm. And everybody was doing fan art of it. There were prints everywhere at all the cons. Are they they're, they're vampires? Um, or am I thinking about something else? Something else. Okay. Yeah. This that, this was more of just like, just sort of like an action story of a guy in a corrupt town. Maybe huh. maybe they become vampires like later on in the series or something. I, I'm just trying to think because I know there was a book <clears> that because I remember I saw I never heard of it and I saw it and then like number one was like I don't know like fifty bucks. I'm like really right, like why? Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Um. It's it's pretty solid. Um. And of course. Well, I was super excited about when we were buying those trades. Was I got to get a bunch of like. Chris Schweitzer and Kyle Stark collections, and they're two of my favorite artists of like all time. And and like Schweitzer and Starks, uh, they they collaborate on a lot of projects. So there's a lot of times where like Schweitzer will write the script and then Kyle will draw it, or vice versa. So like they they did a Mars Attacks miniseries a while back. Um, they did. Uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain, which is an awesome story about hobos like fighting the devil. Really, really cool series. Um, okay. Oh, it's great. It's it's super good. Um, and and uh, you got me. You, you had me get that right. Yeah, there. I had you get Sex Castle, which that's one of Kyle Stark's like standalone things that he did. But it's basically his tribute to like eighties B movies. So but Sex they, Castle is just this amazing martial artist secret agent with the guy on the cover that looks like uh, Snake Plissken. Yeah. It's it's a fun story. Um, you can you can read it in a single sitting. It's like super easy reading. Call me Snake. <laughs> huh. So uh, yeah, um, so I was excited about all that. And of course, when it comes to like buying individual issues, the stuff I never pass up on, no matter what, is grew the grew the wanderer and Cerebus. And like I'll, I'll buy Cerebus issues the live long day, even if I've already got them, just because you know it's Cerebus. Right. And uh, same thing with Grew, like. Like ninety nine percent of the group books you pick up are standalone issues that you can just read without needing to know the rest of the series, and uh, like it, it doesn't matter. It's like oh yeah, I've read this one before, but I'll read it again because it's group. Mm-hmm. So I, I absolutely love it. Other than that, um, outside of stuff you recommended to me, I don't think I got a ton of individual issues. Yeah. Um. So I remember I I hit up uh, that one the um the one um. Uh, dollar box here and I grabbed a bunch of stuff and like I put them all I've got them all stacked up on my shelf right now of mm-hmm. the different ones and um I've been going back and getting a lot of uh the X well it was called classic X-Men and I think it went to X-Men Classic so I'm not really quite sure which one you call it. Mm-hmm. But um but I did I went and uh was grabbing some of the X-Men Classics or Classic X-Men that I saw in the dollar bin. And I remember back in the day when they were when they were out, I passed up on them because when I was when I, one of the things when I first started reading comic books, there was uh, a uh, Marvel Tales. Yep, yep. And Marvel Tales, uh, 
you know, it used to be a, a book, uh, just kind of a, a comic book that told like whatever stories. And then it became a Spider-Man reprint. I think it was Amazing Spider-Man reprint. Yeah. And I used to have a bunch of Marvel tales and you know, read them and then come to find out, you know, it's a Amazing Spider-Man reprint book. And I'm like, but they had new, they had uh, new covers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I mean, why, why am I buying this? Like, right. <laughs> I mean, why am I, why am I buying this? I don't need to buy this. I can go back and, and pick up, you know, the original books. And even though some of the books had some value at that time, you know, this was back in, in the, in the late eighties and stuff I'm like that I could get some of those books for maybe depending on how old they were, maybe $10, which is still right, a lot for right. me then. But as opposed to now, those books would be like, you know, 50, maybe a hundred bucks, depending on what it is. Yep. So yep. why not just spend my, my money maybe getting those as a collector as opposed to this other thing? So, right, right. So, um, I, so I, I stopped, I stopped getting them. When X-Men classes came out, I'm like, okay, again, why would I do this? Yes, I can't afford like the, the John Byrne, like early John Byrne, Chris Claremont stuff, right? Or right, the right. early like Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum stuff. I can't afford those. But, why buy this book? Yeah, you know, yeah. even though again it's got new covers and stuff, like some like really nice art album covers and things like that. Right, and then like the back cover would be done by maybe like John Bolton or or someone like that. Like, mm-hmm. but why? Uh, and then later on, when I was like, oh, because they would have additional pages in them. So here's the main story, right, but then right. Chris Claremont would write a new page in there to, uh, that would add something like to it, maybe something he wanted to do or maybe something that would clarify or makes make a, a, a future, uh, like a, a, a give like a, more information about like when the things can happen, like in the future issues and like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. and it would be, be uh, of course, going to have new art, but they try to get the art be somewhat similar to whoever it was. So it did, wasn't so jarring. And then we have a new backup story mm-hmm. that would be, uh, that would kind of develop like one of the characters kind of go a little bit more into like, you know, the, a, a character's life or something. Yeah. There's a really interesting one with uh, with Colossus and him meeting a woman and saving her life and then she finds out he's a mutant and she's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, and, which it, I can't, I can't imagine that you hating something so much that there's people that are trying to kill you like, like, like if you, if you, like a pack of dogs or a dog and he's being chased by a pack of dogs. They say it's such a chihuahua and he's being chased by like some like Rottweilers. Right, right. And all of a sudden, like this this hairless dog shows up and saves your life. <laughs> it saves your life and it, it saves the life of the Chihuahua. And and he's like, wow, thank you for saving my life. And he's like, uh, I, I can tell, you know, you don't have any fur, but I can tell just by your look that you're a Chihuahua like me. It's like, well, actually, I'm a cat. I'm like, get away from me, you, you stinking cat. And it's like, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? It's like, wait, your own kind were about to kill you. <laughs> I saved your life and you still hate me for it? <laughs> There's only one thing I can say to that, you know? Right. Action. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and so, but then by this time, though, I'd missed out. On, they stopped doing, you know, classic X-Men. I yep, missed yep. out on, like, so many issues and stuff. And actually, some of those have now gone up in price, too. I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. So when I see some in, in, like, a dollar bin, I grab those so I can kind of kind of read up on them and uh, you know, read those extra pages of context. And then, you know, these uh, 
these kind of character development stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I snagged a couple of those. What kills me, um, I, I like to collect, you know, when I when I do read, like, you know, Big Two stuff and superhero stuff, it's usually for a very specific reason. Um, so, like, I've, I've been big on reading through Kirby's stuff when he first went over to DC, because those are excellent books, you know. You're talking about the, uh, the Third World, uh, uh, fourth, fourth World, world stuff. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Third World Saga. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Kirby was big on helping people and trying to uh, trying to bring like you know relief to to those areas. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to save face. <laughs> um, yeah, Fourth World Saga, Jimmy Olsen, um, Commandi, Last Boy on Earth. The I've Demon. always wanted to read Commandi. Same here. And so that's the thing. Like when I first started, I heard nothing but good things about the Demon. Um, you know, there was like a huge influence on Eastman and Laird when they were doing Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. Like the Demon was always like very highly spoken of. And so at the time, DC was doing these like full color reprints, um, really, really nice hardback collections. So I got the Demon and it was only like 20 bucks or something. And I was nice. like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, well, this is great. Once I get through this, then, you know, when I'm, when I'm ready, I'll get Commandi because I'm super excited to check out Commandi. I heard nothing but good things about that too. And for whatever reason... As soon as I was ready to buy that second book, the price just went up on all of them, and now they're like 70, 80 bucks. Mm. It's terrible. It's like I'm not spending that kind of money on it. I'll, I'll get my Kirby fix elsewhere. I'm surprised that Commandi has never been one someone's tried to license for a movie or a TV series. Commandi yeah. would make a great TV oh, series. Oh, it would be an awesome TV series. So good. I mean, Commandi, last boy on earth. I mean, and he's, I mean, he's not necessarily a boy. I mean, he's like 18 or so. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that would make a great series. It would. And the thing is, um, and you don't have to, it's not like you really have to hold true to any particular storyline. I mean, it, it, I mean, I'm sure there's some really good storylines you could use, you know, borrow from and stuff, but you could just be like, here's the premise of it. And we've got these mutated or these mutant animal people there mm-hmm. and you've got this boy and they, um, so speaking of which, cause it's, it's, it's kind of along the same lines, only it's, um, it's, it's along the same lines with like a slight difference to it. Which I think it's the difference is enough to make it its own thing, but um, uh, why the last man? Yeah, which uh, that series is going to be coming out soon. Oh, I didn't know they were making a series of that, but yeah, yeah. It's, uh, on, um, I think it's coming out on Hulu. Huh, wild. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I saw a trailer for it recently. They were like that it's coming out like within I think next month, maybe. Wow. Uh, so that's kind of cool, but yeah, that's kind of a similar thing. This commodity is like here is the last of something in this last boy, last man, right? Yep, yeah. And then um, in a world that is populated by people that are not in, instead of his his race, his gender. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and you know, as, as great as that sounds, be like, I'd love to be the last guy on like a planet full of women. Be like, <laughs> mm, you would think, but <laughs> no. I would rather be the last man in a planet full of like hyenas. Not yeah. that I'm comparing women to hyenas, but like I could make friends with some women and other women and other people just want to kill me. Like all the hyenas would want to kill me and eat me. I'd rather be there. Cause at least I knew where I stood. <laughs> like never trust a hyena. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, as opposed to be like, Oh yeah, I think these, these girls seem all right. And it's like, you just call us girls. And we're running again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've heard uh, why the last man was really good. <laughs> I think it's a great title too. It's mm-hmm. you know because it's got that double meaning. You know why the white chromosome? Why mm-hmm. isn't why you know? And then he's got like a monkey too, which <laughs> is also because I think all anything with like the Y chromosome yeah. I think was killed. So uh-huh. animals too. 
but he's the last man, and like he's got the last like you know the last monkey, male monkey. Um, <laughs> why the so, last man? Why the last monkey? So you know what that means, right? AIDS is coming back in a big way. Oh God, dude! <laughs> 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 well, you know the whole thing about it's like AIDS started from like I fucking a monkey. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've, I've seen the uh, I've seen the Seth MacFarlane short on that, and which I'm just like. Were you really that horny? Because I've never been that horny. I mean, I've gone a while without having sex, but I've never been that horny. Or were, vi- you, were you just like, have a thing for apes? Did you see the video of the guy uh, telling his story about how he fucked a dolphin? No. Um, so, I know, uh, know T-Pain fucked a mermaid, but... <laughs> no, I think that'd be different. Okay. I mean, wouldn't the mermaid just lay its eggs and eat nut on those? That's what Fry found out. Um, oh wow, it's just just making shit up. Oh uh, yeah, um, it was in an episode of Futurama. <laughs> wow, with okay. the lost city of Atlanta. Yeah, so I I could be a writer for uh, Futurama. That's good to know. Um, yeah, you could right now. Yeah, uh, here. <laughs> 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 Living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, that's what I'm um, gonna start doing. Like, yeah, so uh, I'm a writer for this show that doesn't exist anymore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're coming back. I mean, no, nobody's there to prove you wrong. No, no. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so Cinnamon Toast Ken and Buff Pro reacted to, to this video. That's the only reason I came across it. Cinnamon. Cinnamon, Cinnamon no, 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 don't, don't repeat it. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's got some pretty funny stuff. Um, you, I don't think you would really care for his stuff just because he's friends with PewDiePie. So every once in a while he brings him on, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if home to be called a ninja, I can do it in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't pick up those same vibes from him uh, as I do feuds. But I mean, um, come on, I mean, I used to live in the South, so I mean, <laughs> if, if I really wanted wanted someone to, to call me a ninja, I'd be like, hey, let me go visit some of my friends. As, as long as you don't, you know, like spawn camp, you should be fine. Oh, really? That's that's all I have to do is like, no, <laughs> yeah, just, I'm only I'm only going to call you a racial slur if you spawn uh, camp. I yeah, don't care just, what else you do. You know, just don't camp out on the bridge and you're good. Yeah, um, you, you can piss my cereal, whatever. Just you, <laughs> but if you camp on a spawn camp, you're a dirty ass ninja, and I don't like you. Jeez, pay suit. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just this guy who like claims that he's a zoophile, which apparently is different than bestiality because you're like actually pursuing a relationship with the animal. Oh, is that what makes a difference? Yeah, and this guy went to some, like... <laughs> I don't just pick up animals at the zoo and fuck them and yeah. never pull them back, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, it's it's not... He, he legitimately says, oh, it's not like some farmer with a goat or something. This is a man and a dolphin. So, uh, he... <laughs> he goes to some shitty... I thought we were talking about comic books here. <laughs> goes to some shitty knockoff, like, ripoff of SeaWorld. And, uh... Like... <laughs> Basically, is like you know, they've got the thing where you can swim with the dolphins, and he's swimming on it, and the dolphin starts rubbing up against him, and then he like realizes that he's touching its its vajonga, and he's like, "Oh hell yeah!" And so then he comes back like multiple times until finally he decides he's like gonna wait till this till this uh, sea part closes, and then fuck the dolphin. So he like takes it off into a sequestered pin and like tries to seduce it for forty five minutes, and. uh... Wow. Yeah. For, for, okay. Proceeds yeah. to fuck the dolphin. Writes a book on it. And uh, then, like... He didn't get the dolphin's permission to get sued. Well, it, he, sorry, it, apparently, like, a year later, he finds out that the dolphin killed itself. And, uh, and then he's like, the dolphin died of a broken heart. It's like, no, the dolphin died because you raped it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, dolphins have the have the mental capacity of like a five year old human. Is that it? Something like that. So it had to know what just happened to me is abhorrent, and it just killed itself. And you thought that was a good story to tell in the podcast, where we're trying to. Yeah. For, for what reasons now? Is I'm not sure what kicked that off. Did you you kicked that off. You kicked it off with the AIDS joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't about, about raping dolphins and killing... Oh, but, but raping monkeys is fine. Is that it? I didn't say it was fine at all. And, and no one's coming no, back in a big no way. One, no one said that the, that the monkey didn't, like, you know... Monkey had his bedroom eyes on. Monkey want banana? Well, this, <laughs> this guy claimed that it was consensual with a dolphin. Maybe it did die of a broken heart. We don't know. God, it's last night all over again. I, swear. I freaking swear. Anyway, anyway, um, I, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Like the podcast over. I, 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 I don't know where we're, I'm going with this because I. Anyway, wow, I was just. Yeah, what's wrong? Um, so. God, I hate you so. Much. <laughs> Because even though you told this horrible story and I want to, I just, I want to get away from that, right? Now the only thing I think in my mind is a guy like picking up like a, a monkey at the zoo, right? <laughs> Seducing it, taking it back, right? To like, it, it, I'm sorry. And it, this is a consensual monkey, sure. monkey man love. Sure. And then the next morning the monkey wakes up and he's in a tub full of ice and he looks and like his kidneys go <laughs> That's what you made me do. It's like, <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Oh, you know, man. I used to be a good Christian boy too, man. I used... <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> Just keep thinking about that stupid Seth MacFarlane cartoon. <laughs> oh man, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna change my name to Christian Boy, <laughs> and then I keep it for like a couple months and change it back. So then when I talk to people, it's like, me? No, no. I used to be a good Christian boy. <laughs> that way I'm not lying. Yeah. Well, it's, uh... Oh, maybe I can make that part of my middle name. Oh. Uh. And, and you know, because, you know, one of those, like, long names, but but I just go by, like, my first and last name. And that when people say, like, <laughs> like no, no, ma'am, I'm a good Christian boy. I, I thought about having my middle name legally changed to Danger. Danger? Danger is my middle name. But, uh... Uh, call me Danger Rogers. Yeah. Don't tell people my last name, dude. You doxed me. I mean, you know how many, you know how many call me Rogers are out there? They're not going to find you. <laughs> and besides, you have, they, have, they would probably spell it R-O-G-E-R <laughs> instead of R-O-D-G-E-R. Well, now they know how to spell it, too. Just change your fucking name again. <laughs> God damn it, I can't keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you used to be Okami... And then you changed it to Akomi and... <laughs> just give my entire life story, why don't you? So, Akomi was born to... <laughs> and and now, now that everybody knows about my ketamine addiction, now they know exactly how to find me. I mean, come on, ketamine's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, but there's only so many places around here you can get ketamine. People will be able to find you now. You know... One toxicology report revealed ketamine. That's a very powerful sedative. It says used all the time, doctor. Well, this one used on horses. <laughs> Some of these guys are pretty big. 
So that's whenever I think ketamine, the first thing I think of is Armageddon. I <laughs> I can't help it. No matter what, I still love Armageddon. Michael Bay's a piece of shit. Bruce Willis is a piece of shit. But I still love Armageddon. <laughs> it's a good movie. Oh, God, that last scene, heartbreaking. Uh, when the the uh, the wedding or no, like the the last thing where you think it's all over and they're gonna die. Oh. And everybody's crying, and I'm crying, and you know. So, which is it? Is it and we when all cry it, and go home crying? Is it when he rips the patch? Uh, uh, when he like uh, pulls the hose out of uh, out of AJ's backpack, um, and and then takes the patch off and gives it to him. He's like, like, give this to Truman, make sure Truman gets that. Or is it when it's when they're talking to each other? Okay, and like, and everybody's crying, and it makes me cry. Yeah, oh. that that whole scene. Yeah, now that that that's one of the few things that gets me close to crying because you know I don't believe in crying, um, personally for myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, uh, but you know, it actually it starts off very subtly when when they um, when they have another another planet quake mm-hmm. and um, and they they lose Max. Yep. Yep. And is it's, it's it's horrible because that's that's a really touching scene. Because it's like it's like it's 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 oh it's over right they don't right, have right, they don't right. have an armadillo anymore to drill, and but I I say all the time quote all the time, bye Max take care buddy which is mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not it's not a, like that's not a funny thing but there sitting he goes uh, you know get on a horn call Truman tell uh, tell him to prepare the world for bad news yeah yeah and you know and then of course they're like you know like you know apparently like the drilling has stopped and blah 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 on Earth and you see all this stuff. And they're back there uh, on the on the rock, and you hear that scratchy radio signal, and then he starts saying, "Turn yeah, and look yeah. around," and then you see AJ and them coming the other armadillo. That's when it starts off, kind of building the emotion to get to the part. And of course, you know Ben Affleck, the man that can cry on cue, and he's like, yep, yep. "Harry, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you I, get to the scene with with uh, with uh, Harry and uh, mm-hmm. and his daughter. Yeah, I'd probably be able to cry on cue too if I had a tattoo like that. Uh, I th- see. I don't think he had the tattoo yet, but I think he knew he was going to get it. Yeah, I, I think that that was like <laughs> that's one of the things he had it in his mind. And but after you keep thinking of something for so long, he's like, it starts to lose his power. So he's like, I I have to just go ahead and commit to this tattoo yeah, yeah. now. That's the only way I can keep my power being able to cry on cue. <laughs> yeah, my tattoo's going to look like that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what? You you look at someone like Shia LaBeouf, and you're like, okay, this guy. No, this guy is full method, right? He got the because he got the tattoos and everything for that movie and stuff, and the piercings and everything. Yeah, this yeah. guy's full method, but no, Ben Affleck was like, eh, here, yeah, hold my sanity pills. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently Shia LaBeouf never gave them back because that's why he's now with Jennifer Lopez. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yikes! Uh. And, and you know, you know, it was it was like in that issue of uh, Justice League America when. Uh, when Guy Gardner went to fight Batman and he gave mm-hmm. Blue Beetle his rings that hold this and he just threw it over his shoulder. Yeah. And Ben Affleck was like, here, Shia, hold my sanity pills. And he just told him, like, whoops, and dumped it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, he was like, hey, shouldn't he? He was like, what'd you do that for, Shia? It's Tuesday night. It's not Tuesday. It's Tuesday somewhere. He was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and he just looks at me like, and where do you live again? Yep. <laughs> It is Tuesday in Guadalajara. <laughs> you are correct, sir. I was wrong. Um, so we're about a half an hour in. Do we want to go on to our topic? Well, uh, we were talking about comics, and you completely derailed me with like. You talked about monkey fucking. I, 
I mentioned AIDS. <laughs> In the context of... The guy fucking a monkey. No, I just said... You said the last man <laughs> and the last monkey. Okay, yeah, that was my fault. And AIDS come back in a big way. <laughs> that, that was my fault. Shut up. Yes. It was my fault. Shut up. <laughs> That's completely what spurred me talking about dolphin fucking. It was my fault. Shut up. <laughs> Damn. Thank you. <laughs> man, this is never going to come up again, I'm sure. <laughs> mm. Okay, so... So... Anyway, I was trying to talk about the stuff we got to Kanye. I mentioned that, that <laughs> Why the Last Man is uh, actually coming on. Um, pretty much only 10 episodes as far as the show right now. Yeah, yeah. And it starts on September 13th. And I believe it's going to be on Hulu. Cool. Um, so, but anyway. Um, and I don't even remember. Like, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. So, I'm going <laughs> to check it out. I've got the, I got a couple of trades for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to check it out. So, um why the Last Man spawned from uh, from Commandi, which uh, was saying that I always want to read and never have, um, yep, yep. which eventually I will. But I think if I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get like a big trade, a big Commandi trade, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. and try to read through it. But I, I just always like that story, and it, in some ways, and I'm sure people have made this kind of connection before. Um, but in some ways, when I think about Commandi, it kind of makes me think of uh, of uh, Thunder of the Barbarian, hmm. in that kind of world that you know. Either a person, not necessarily out of time, Thunder was not really out of time, but in a world that wasn't necessarily made for them. Right, it's right, like, right. It's like, yeah, in my world, I'm just living in it. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, and there's a, uh, I've got a couple of uh, Fourth World Jack Kirby stuff since you were talking about that. Yeah. Um, um, I've, I've read through the Forever People. Forever People is one I don't think I would really like as much. It's not super great, honestly. I mean, you know, the art's great, but I'm just, I'm not crazy about the story. Now, at what point in um, at what point in Kirby's career did it, um, is this does this exist? Like, because there was a um, there was a part a time period where Kirby's uh, art was wasn't the same Kirby art that you used to from like the Fantastic Four and that kind of stuff. So the seventies, so he was doing DC stuff in the seventies. Um, this was when he was really pushing the blocky stuff. Okay. So, like, the character fingers were really blocky, uh, everything was really dynamic and angular. Um, now, this was also when he was getting inked by Mike Royer, and Royer really knew how to ink Kirby. He gave him, like, really thick, dynamic lines, um, used a lot of really sharp angles and stuff, and he, his, his inks are very, very flattering to Kirby's pencils, I think. Now, wasn't, isn't Joe Sennett a, uh, Kirby inker as well? Uh, yeah, Sennett was one of the first. Yeah, uh, he was really good too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But that was also when Kirby's stuff was still a little, like, softer and rounder. Mm-hmm. And Senate was really, really good with that. So, um, like, because he was, he was the one who inked, like, the Captain America stuff and, like, oh, the yeah. romance comics and stuff before they, like, before they started Marvel. So he, he was there from the beginning. I know. Uh, the reason I asked about the, about what what um, era was this in, in like, Kirby's like, career mm-hmm. is because I've got some, um, I've got some Kirby... Um, Issues of uh, the original like uh, World War Two losers comics, yeah, yeah, that were drawn by Kirby, and and it's just, it's the more square blocky style like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's my favorite like Kirby style. Really? Yeah, I like the old FF stuff, not the original FF stuff. But, I mean, they, not his early FF stuff. Cause I think the original stuff was what that Ditko. Uh, no, uh, Dit- Ditko did a few FF stories, but I mean that was that was Kirby. Cause, well, so I get I'm thinking Primarily. of like. 
I'm thinking of because uh, I know I, I mean I know the early stuff. I'm I, there's when I think about early FF stuff. There's like a particular um, like look that comes to mind. Yeah, and for some reason I think it's. Kirby used to do Sue Storm with like with a very kind of rounded head because she had that mm-hmm. that that uh, cropped haircut. Yeah, yeah. And it always makes you think of like the the Ditko like rounded head kind of design mm-hmm. because that I used to see in the eighties when he did Machine Man. Right, right. Um, which is not his best stuff, and that was mm-hmm. my 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 first real introduction to Kirby. I mean, that I mean, to Ditko, right, which right. I did not like um, because I just I didn't I didn't I did just. I didn't like it. And then, of course, when I compare that to his later stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, his earlier work, I'm like, oh, I can see, like, the, the, this guy, what this guy has going on, like, his right. true talent, as opposed to this other stuff here that I don't know what, what was going on with him then where he it wasn't didn't stand out as, as, as much. Yeah. Ditko did a few early Fantastic Four stories, but his primary bread and butter was uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like, you can really spot the difference in, like, approach and mindset between Ditko and Kirby. Because uh, Kirby is kind of, like, piecing together an entire page. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that, like, everything is sort of this nice patchwork of, like, this pose works well next to this panel. Right. Where this works well. And it just all kind of stitches together seamlessly. Uh, Ditko was very much more... Uh, cinematic in his approach like you see spider-man throw a punch in one panel and then the next panel you can see from his foot placement that like yes this is a logical next step kirby wasn't worried about that kirby's like i'm gonna show this guy like busting through the wall here and then he's gonna be like kicking his foot out towards the panel here and i'm gonna do like a a panel break on this one and uh it's not as like it's not as like animated where you could just like stitch it all together logically it was just it was a lot more dynamic though i think right but uh, those those early Spider-Man issues, like you look at like the first t- ten or twenty Spider-Man issues, and a lot of times Ditko would just like draw the entire page on a single panel, and then you would just sort of see like almost like a family circus dotted line thing of like sh- showing Spider-Man starting here, and then you'll see him like jump up to a flagpole and spin around, and then jump and like swing off the web, mm-hmm. and it's it, it was always a really cool uh, a really cool way to do it. Yeah, one of the things I I like it um. And comic books when they they do a panel, some of this is what you're describing, but it'll, it'll be it'll uh, where you see like the person picture someone add you like Spider Man where you see them like in that one page like bound from here to here to here to here to here you mm-hmm. know and it's it, it's always kind of cool it's because you don't I mean you can do it in, in multiple panels and do it in different ways and stuff yeah, but yeah. when you see that especially if you see one where it's a fight um, and you see them like a Spider Man or like a, a daredevil or somebody like that, where they're yep, like, yep. like hitting, like bouncing here, hitting this guy, and then moving there, moving there. It it, it makes it feel so much more cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah, yeah, so, it's it's really cool. So we're talking about older comic books and stuff, and in talking about older comic books, it makes me think of some of the old comic book, uh, like comic book titles. Mm-hmm. And you know, because uh, because of the way my mind works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like you, uh, something is something is said or something is read, and and, and you, your mind just mainly like takes it the wrong way. So I'll take you an example. Um, you know the 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 saying, you know, a uh, uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that until last year. I had never huh. understood what that meant until last year. People are like what? Like how stupid is you? And I'm like, well. <laughs> 
it was it's not it's not because I didn't understand the concept of a broken clock, but I wasn't thinking of a broken uh, like a broken clock where it's broken and the hands aren't moving or fixed. Right. I was thinking of like a broken clock where like where it's not keeping accurate time. So you gotcha, may set the gotcha. time, but it keeps like it slows down or or it speeds up. Yeah, yeah. And so and that's why I'm like, how in the hell is it catching back up to time twice a day if it's like <laughs> either moving slower or moving too fast? Mm-hmm. And then I was like. Oh, not a broken clock, a stopped clock. Right. You know, right. So I'm thinking broken, and and it's actually stopped clock. So, so sometimes you know you see something and you and you think of it in a different way based upon just how you view things. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you see something and you know, like if someone were to say gelato, I <laughs> it's got milk and eggs, bitch. Right. It's, it just it, these things pop out. So sometimes I would see like an old, uh, like a, a not just an old but a comic book title, especially particularly an old one, and I would see them like. Damn, that sounds kind of pornographic. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so I was just like, like uh, for example, like there's a, I think it's a Western book called Two Fisted Tales. Yep, yep. I'm sorry, I can't help it. I hear Two Fisted Tales. I'm thinking, sounds like porno, Wade. Yeah, that's you know? extremely <laughs> pornographic. Yes. <laughs> well, like, even even like X Men sounds a little bit pornographic. It does. Just a little bit, like. Uh, yeah, X Men. Actually, I'm not sure if it's X Men is in like X rated or X Men is in these guys. They used to be men, and now they're lady <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah, you know? it, it works TS. on multiple <laughs> levels. Um, um, as far as older ones, I'll tell you one that sounds pretty... What am I looking at here? Uh, Wade, Clay and his unit. Clay <laughs> and his unit? Sounds like a porno, Wade. <laughs> I love the losers. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, from, from DC, you've got Boy Commandos. <laughs> wow, that's... Uh, <laughs> just just jumping right back in there with the monkeys, aren't you? <laughs> just take it to the extreme. <laughs> Where's this going with monkeys? No, it's like they're, they're going commando. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to this as a five. It goes, but it goes up to 11 now, doesn't it? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, we don't need to go to 11, but it goes up to 11. Yeah, I'm like, I, okay. I do. paid for the whole dial. I'm going to use the whole dial. Um, you know, yeah, no, I mean, I just mean they're like going commando, like, you know, doing it cowboy style. Yep. Doing yeah. cowboy style. <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, I mean, if you, depending on how, how, how far out you want to take and be like, well, I guess. I mean, Amazing Fantasy. Yeah. That kind of sounds a little pornographic. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you know, no rape, just hamsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't rape a hamster. Um, I mean, depending on, on the kind of movie and what you're into, Journey into Mystery. Yeah. Yeah. You, you um, know, be like. Well, honestly, going back to Why the Last Man, that could sound a little pornographic. Yeah, I could. Um, Ghost Rider. Oh wow, Ghost Rider does sound pornographic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, if we want to be looking at stuff from like over the pond, Dirty Pair, <laughs> Dirty Pair sounds super pornographic. Yeah, but but it, may, it is like that's not really over the pond though. Well, it's Japan. It's manga, right? Yeah, but over the pond is like well, yeah, England. England so. but, well, I guess it is. If you continue going past it's, England around yeah. the curve, <laughs> I mean, every other country's over the pond if you go far enough, Turk. <laughs> Jeez, Wes. Which, you know, if you had been, like, this kind of guy trying to fend yourself and you were writing term papers in college, you know, maybe you'd be a doctor now. <laughs> Nobody needs to know about me getting my medical license revoked. Yeah, I mean, I understand you took architecture, but that doesn't, that's not the point. Um, I'm very sensitive about my medical license being revoked. Savage Tales? Uh, Just, Savage Tales, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that, that sounds pornographic, Savage Tales. Um... Well, I know one you're really fond of is Quantum and Woody. Yeah. At, um, <laughs> I'm sure that was on your list. It was not, but yeah, Quantum <laughs> and Woody's right there. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> so, Mirage. Most people think that all Mirage published was uh, was Ninja Turtles, because mm-hmm. that's what they got started. But they, they did a number of things. Uh, they had Commando Source. 
They had Commandosaurs. Mm. Um, they had, it, it was just a single issue thing. It was like a one issue uh, anthology, but they had something called Grunts. Grunts. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like a cool little military anthology, but boy, yeah, that sounds like uh, it could... It does. That does sound bad. Um, I mean, an obvious one here that uh, I think we, we kind of poked at before is Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's definitely a voyeur movie right there. <laughs> I like to. Uh, Watchmen. Um, <laughs> who, who watches the Watchmen? Me. <laughs> Marvel 2 in 1? I mean, oh, that, oh, yeah. that, <laughs> I mean that, that just says it all right there. And Marvel team up while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Man uh, thing, yeah, man, yeah, man thing. <laughs> if you really want to go down that route, you can even say swamp thing. It'd be swamp like a, ew, like here suit, new thing, you know. <laughs> ew. Man of steel, man of steel, definitely, definitely. Oh. I'm not saying anything about like this would be like my kind of movie that I would watch. Totally would. Um, <laughs> Force works. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was a Marvel book. Isn't there a Dark Horse book called Accident Man? Mm. That could work. That one I don't know of. I, I want to say that's a Dark Horse. Um, um, there's there's that indie book I picked up a while back, Time Beavers. Uh, no, Time Beavers. Well, that, yeah, that's just a pretty specific one. Yeah, it's just going back in time, just having sex with different like, yeah, like historical women. <laughs> <laughs> um. That ties in with Happy Birthday, Martha Washington. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you know, the Dark Horse used to have a uh, a kind of an anthology book, uh, Dark Horse Presents, but it was just went by DHP. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, if you, for people that, like, if it's a, a, a movie that's produced in America, but it stars, like, foreign actors, mm-hmm. um it's a stretch. Alien vs. Predator, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just picturing somebody from overseas <laughs> fighting a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just saying the pedophile, like a, you know, like a, you know, one of those like a, like, I don't know, like a, like fetish kind of thing. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> uh, did I ever see Man of Steel? Yes. Okay. Man of Steel is good. Fantastic Force. <laughs> Yeah. That was a Fantastic Four book that starred uh, by Franklin Richards, an adult Franklin Richards. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, Tank Girl could could sound a little porny. Uh, Tank Girl, I could see that. Yeah. From the Marvel New Universe line, Spitfire and the Troubleshooters. <laughs> um, uh, also from, from the, uh, the New Universe line, DP7. <laughs> yeah, we... Um, <laughs> Mike Mignola had a few miniseries of the Amazing Screw on Head. Mm. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's it right there. Uh, I, I think I think the like tacking on the Amazing at the beginning of it is what makes that it. Oh yeah, because if it's just Screw on Head, be like, no, you say Amazing Screw on Head. <laughs> it does it. Um, and this one, I, uh, this is one that a little controversial, right? <laughs> yeah. Go on, <laughs> uh, Jungle Action. Oh God, dude! <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that off mic too. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle action's right there. Um, holy shit! Uh, see, I th- um, there's oh my goddess. Well, see, okay, that, what, that, that that's that's pretty like clean and 
like straightforward. I see with the with mangas though, like they intentionally say shit that makes you think it's going to be something <laughs> yeah, different. That's <laughs> true. That's true. It's low hanging fruit, right? So, like, because I mean, that's what because the thing we talked this before, like the thing you think is not hentai, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, like you'd be like, uh, oh, it'd be something like like. Uh, like lust bunnies on the basketball court. You're like, whoa, it's supposed to be like about cheerleaders getting it on. Yeah, and, and it's like, just like giant mechs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and it's like a guy is like, you know, you are going to be in command of lust bunny. <laughs> 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 you know? yeah. So, and then, then you see something that, that is just like, you know, and then it's just like a day at the grocery store and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think they do that intentionally. Because even though, like, it, like over in Japan, like it, people, everybody reads manga. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how like how old you are, what age, you know, what uh, gender you are. Yep, yep. And I think it's done intentionally so that when people look and you see like this old guy sitting there reading a day at the grocery store, you're like, oh, <laughs> you see a young kid like reading like Lust Bunny. He's like, uh huh. And <laughs> <laughs> when you really don't know, <laughs> you dirty, dirty man. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, Deathstroke. Mm. <laughs> That is definitely like a niche, like fetish thing. Yes, yes. It's I can see like the title now. Whatever you do, don't let him finish. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one with like a lot of goth chicks and stuff. Yeah, I'd watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Deathstroke, uh, um, elongated man. Oh wow, yeah, elongated man definitely <laughs> would be. Yeah, I know. He, it almost makes you think that they, maybe they knew when they were when they were making this like yeah yeah this like it worked for Japan so why not for us? <laughs> you know I'm I'm really not sure and and Dave Sim which of course Dave Sim is like critical of superhero stuff anyway because you know oh, he's like the forefront of indie books um, but he's talked about that where it's like you know there's there's a lot of like homoerotic undertones to superhero books. It's like, you know, what what's the appeal here? Is it the fact that these guys are, like, jacked and handsome and rippling with muscles? Is it the fact that they're, like, wearing practically nothing? Like, why does everybody like it so much? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> now, this, this would definitely be a stretch to say that this would, that you could view this as being pornographic. But, you know, it's it's like one of those things that you always say, uh, oh, my God, Power Man and Iron Fist. How did I miss that? <laughs> How did you I missed that. It's one of your favorite series. Uh, But no, what I was actually going to (laughs) say, oh, geez, Wiz, that all of a sudden just my mind went blank. I'm like, wait, what? How did did I miss Bowerman and Iron Fist? Like, what? Um, Geez, like now the thing I was actually going to say is just completely gone. It's like, like, yeah. (laughs) Like, next. Um, so this was, this book was made by Marvel, mm-hmm. um, but it's not a Marvel property, but in the right light, depending on who you are, you could take it a different way. Um, I think you could put this in the same kind of category as into uh, X-Men or Journey into Mysteries, which is Transformers. Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> there you go. More than meets the eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get out the door. <laughs> <laughs> great song um <laughs> uh, should we should we mention that uh well i guess we kind of have to now <laughs> uh so uh so uh was i guess yesterday no it was uh two days ago yep yep two days ago uh 
And Comey was sitting there and I was listening to some music and and we were talking about music and of course us being both huge Scott Weiland fans and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fans and uh Central Pilots and I was like, hey, and I'm trying to think of what I was thinking what I was listening to. I um it was uh it was something off of uh off of Velvet Revolver's um first album, uh, Contraband. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, hey, since I'm listening to Velvet Revolver, we're talking about it, I was like, oh, have you, uh, they, they have these two EPs. One's called, uh, was it the uh, Melody and a Tyranny, something like that? or the uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. And then another one um, is, uh, I forget what the other one's called. Um, but anyway. Uh, uh, lethal Injection. Lethal Injection. Yeah. The one has a, has a cover of uh, the Talking Heads song, Psycho Killer. And then another one has a cover of uh, Surrender. And then there's also, there's a cover of... Uh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's money, right? The Pink Floyd money? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, but there's a, uh, there's a cover they did of another song I was telling you about, and it's, and I gotta remember what album it's on. It might be on, on the Contraband Japanese Import. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were talking about that, and I was like, hey, have you heard this song here off of, uh, was it Libertad, I think it is? Oh, the Sucking Revolver um, CD? I think so. And you're like, what? And I was like, this song here. And you know, so you're like, let me pull up the lyrics so that I can read the lyrics and listen to it. And you start with that. I was like, no, no, I'll read them now. Wait till the song starts playing. <laughs> and so I said, uh, uh, I played a song and I was like, tell me what this song is about. So I played <laughs> Get Out the Door. And, and I was like, in my mind, when I listen to Get Out the Door, like, it's about a particular thing. And I want to know if you're thinking the same thing. So you started listening to it and you were like, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, and, and so, what'd you say? I said, "This sounds like this this chick's got a dick." Right, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's what I thought too when I heard the song." And because the lyrics, like you know, get out the door, get out the door. When I when I saw what you were packing, got to kick it out the door. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, was the course like uh, like. Uh, I've been down the road, the road so long, mile, I've seen miles and miles of freaks before. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> get out the door when I saw what you were packing, got to kick it out there. I'm like, it sounds like, and you're like, it sounds like he picked up some chick and took her home and then found out that it was a dude and she had a, and she had a dick. And I was like, okay, so it's not just me. And I was like, but the song rocks. Like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, it like, slaps. It yeah. slaps. You're like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a slaps. It's, a, it's a good song, but like, yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so, yeah. Go revolver, get out the door. Just, I don't know who wrote it. Uh, probably Scott Wilde since he probably, wrote most yeah. of the songs. But then you know, it, it feels like a Scott Wilde song. It feels like a Scott Wilde song. It's got his kind of like lyricism. It feels like the kind of song that would come from a guy who's in Paris and be he's like, "Hey, you guys want to go? You want to go to a party? Sure. Yeah. Do I know you guys? Nope. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and, and it seems like just like based off of what we know of Scott Weiland's life, he's the kind of guy where it's like, oh yeah, random sexual encounter. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that uh, that meme from Troll Two yeah. and just add, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like this chick has a dick, and the guy saw me bring her into the room with me. With me, and it's like they're gonna find out she has a dick too, and then they're gonna think that I'm what the fuck. <laughs> as much as I dislike this particular person's work, the boys, the boys, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I uh, wasn't there. Uh, wasn't there a book called American Splendor? Uh, yeah, uh, 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 was it Harvey, Harvey, uh, Kurtzman? I think so. Or is it Picard? No. Uh, it might Kurtzman. Picard. I don't know, it's, it's Kurt, one of them. Kurtzman's the guy who did Little, Little Annie Fanny. 
Might be Picard then. Yeah, I think it's Picard. Yeah, it's played oh. by uh, Pauly G, I believe. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Gangbusters. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, the character from the X Men had a um, had his own series, Bishop. Bishop. Okay. Yeah, I mean <laughs> so that's that's a niche one. <laughs> yeah. Bishop. That's that's one of those where it sounds like normal. So if you were to happen to just find it, like it's one of those where like you've got company coming over and you left like your copy of like Bishop DVD like laying out, um, and you're like, oh, shouldn't you just grab you just put it on like your on your shelf? And then it's like, oh, um, and you just say, what are you doing in there? Uh, just taking a look at all your movies. Huh. Bishop. Huh. You just wouldn't even think anything of it. Oh shit! Here's one called Hardcore Station from DC. Uh, that's actually a uh, Jim Starlin book. Wow. Okay. Boy, it sounds porny, though. It does. <laughs> Which is why I recognize it right away. Because, <laughs> like, because Hardcore Station, I know that book. Encyclopedic knowledge. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what you think it is. It's a space story of him. <laughs> your, your brain just sounds like a, a dot matrix printer. <laughs> <laughs> not pornographic, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> and I okay. This of, is one, of course, He Man. Oh, He Man. <laughs> I I don't know if He Man just sounds like ultra, like uh, like alpha, like dominant male. <laughs> if it sounds ultra gay, both. It sounds like a power top gay porno. Mm. All right, from uh, from the minds of Jim Pamiati and Joe Casada from their uh, event comics line. 22 Brides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you'd be like, yeah, but that could be anything. It could be anything. It could be. But no. Uh, Our Man. <laughs> H-O-U-R. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that. I'm just like, make, yeah, but that's that's so unbelievable. 13 Minute Man, <laughs> I bet I could, I could read. I could. Well, yeah, wasn't there a book series called Minute Man? Uh, there is a book series called uh, Minute Man. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so, that one. It works in a series there. <laughs> Uh, human bomb. <laughs> um, all right, just describe to him what's it about. Uh, no, like pornographically? Yeah. It's about a guy who just like busts such a massive nut that you wouldn't believe it. And it's like, holy shit, he was a human bomb. Okay, right, I'll take that. <laughs> um, this one's, um, this one's, uh, is this another fetish, you know, book? Uh, Backlash by Image? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's one of those ones that would be that would be made by like kink.com <laughs> hey only shit never mind I'm just, I'm just gonna take that I'm gonna take that one yes I know about kink.com because the only, the only thing I can say to defend myself be like I don't know what this is is like only reason you know about them is because James Franco was gonna do a documentary about them and I just say yes I, I, I know about kink.com just yeah, if go. I can just oh. separate myself from, from James Franco <laughs> just I will just take that on um, impulse <laughs> Yep, yeah, yeah input. That definitely sounds like a like it would be one. Uh, this, uh, this would be more of like a cuckold thing, but uh, the inferior five. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, here's one. It's fine. We'll wait our turn. <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. You go no, ahead. That was good. After you, I insist. We're, we're about an hour in. Do we want to keep going with this? Uh, I'm, well, I'm happy see. with it. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Uh, so along the same lines as jungle action. <laughs> The Dark Knight Returns, The Dark Knight Strikes Again. (laughs) (laughs) It's right there, man. I know there was the movie The Dark Knight Rises, but isn't there a book called Dark Knight Rises? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Too bad. 
but yeah, I mean, just Dark Knight. I mean, tell me, tell me, you just you didn't get this like visionary head like this big black guy. <laughs> I know you every time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what else could you? I mean, not necessarily. Like, what else could you turn into? Like, but like, what else? What else? Like, they kind of did you hear of this? Like, oh, um, the creeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's no worse than the Watchmen. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Yeah, no, just just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, and I, I know this is going to hurt a lot of people when I say this, but Big Hero Six. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> Big Hero Six. It's definitely by. Oh, yeah, Archie and Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead is not fucking Mr. Witherby. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> Read between the lines, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you do that, then you also have to go uh, to, with, you know, um, Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica, yeah. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that sounds like it'd be like one of those, like, one of those ones from the 70s that actually has a plot and they would, like, play a drive through yeah. or drive-in movies. You know, I say the thing is, I it was I think I was six issues like into Betty and Veronica when I was younger, when I realized that like I was like, no, it's this is actually the story. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not getting away with anything. I thought I was being sneaky. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, okay, Young Blood. Yeah, that that sounds a little fetishy. No, that's that's one of those just for eighteen ones. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, young. Uh, oh, along the same lines as Young Blood, and I'm surprised you didn't think of this one. The Max. The Max. That that was that was on my list, but I forgot to bring it up. And yeah, the Max. Because <laughs> isn't the Max have three X's in his last name? Uh, two. Two. Oh uh, well, we're going full out. It's going to become shot. This yeah, one. it would become like the Max with three X's. Yes, the Max. <laughs> yep. Um, I Wildcats is kind of a stretch. Maybe. I could see Wildcats working, and uh, it, it would be it hardcore. Yeah, hardcore definitely. Definitely, that's that's uh, that uh, acclaim. Um, well, sorry, was it? Uh, what was it originally? Um, uh, I'm not sure what the original thing was. Hardcore um, was a uh, was one of those books that came out um, with uh, uh, Magnus the Robot Fighter mm-hmm. and Exo Man of War and all of them. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to think of what they originally started out as, and then what they turned into, and then what they turned into again. But they they weren't a claim of Valiant. Valiant, Valiant yeah, there you yeah. Go. Sorry, Jim. I mean, I, sorry. I don't know why I didn't think of that because I like Valiant comics a lot. Mm-hmm. Love them, Valiant comics. Love them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turok, uh, man, Turok's my Jimmy Jam. Turok's another one that I oh. always buy back issues of, no matter what. Okay, so. It, it doesn't immediately make you think, obviously, uh, pornographic, but. If the plot was about like, um, uh, what's that guy? Uh, if the plot was about a young guy like chasing after gilfs, like beyond those gilfs, <laughs> Tarak the dinosaur hunter, <laughs> see, <laughs> that works right there. Uh, I don't want to see that or think about it. <laughs> too late. <laughs> uh, it's, um, but I was, uh, I was gonna say Wildcats. It would have to be like like an anime, like a uh, furry thing, kind of like Elf Quest. I don't know if I think of Elf Quest as an anime furry thing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. I, I get what right. you're driving at here. So, you know. 
Uh, I, I mean, there's something you could really like. Like, if I wanted to try to say birds of prey, but I mean, that 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 on itself doesn't really yeah. doesn't really come across as pornographic as, like, say, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, loose cannon. <sighs> That's just be like a bunch of five minute vignettes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I. Maybe it's just because we have dirty minds. Is that is that why? That's definitely not. Okay. No, we're good Christian boys. We got clean yeah. minds. Major bummer. Um, <laughs> that sounds like it'd be like a cuckold thing. Like yeah. thing. Major, Major bummer. bummer was a good was a good book though. I enjoyed reading that. <laughs> um, it was John by John Arcudi, I think. It's a DC book. Huh. Yeah, it is a DC book. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the list of DC titles. So I'm oh. <laughs> so you so you cheating? You're on the internet looking at books. <laughs> I'm just trying to like jog my memory here. Oh, that's how it is. Jogging your memory with books yeah, you ever heard. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's, that's cool. That worked. <laughs> oh, Martian <laughs> Manhunter, obviously. <laughs> Come back here, you mans. <laughs> you know that's from that from the Teen Titans Go. Yeah, Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Which every time I, I hear that, I mean, when I think about it, it's so funny as hell. But I'm like, how did you guys get away with that? With that joke, I mean, because <laughs> it's it's not just what he says; it's the way that Beast Boy says it, yeah, with his yeah. hands on his hips, going, "Come back here, you mans!" <laughs> oh. oh, good stuff, <laughs> Mister Miracle. <laughs> yep, Mister Miracle definitely would be. Um, <laughs> jeez. So okay, this one. This is not like one of your normal size books, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously it does exist. And if you think about it in the right way, it becomes pornographic. Um, whenever they would do, they like when X Men first came out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, before like X Men, um, uh, uh, was it X Men number 96? Um, oh, was it 94? 94. Anyway, I'm trying to think, but before that came out, the one that had Wolverine all them on the cover, right? Yeah. It was called. Giant size X Men. Yeah. So, giant sized Iron Man, <laughs> giant sized Power Man, Iron Fist. I mean, it just yeah, when you put it like that, like you know, giant size She Hulk. I'm waiting for that movie to come out now. Yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. Yep. Um. So. Uh, I, I mean, okay. There's a book out that came out called Gollum. I mean. Um, yeah. Okay, so this one, I'm sorry, it, it's not immediately, like, pornographic, but when I tell you, you'll be like, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see how that would be. Mm-hmm. And they made comic books off of this, Goosebumps. Goosebumps, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That would have, that'd be one with a plot, though, and they probably have some yeah. kind of, like, love story there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um... It would definitely be like an erotica film. Yeah. Um, Plastic Man. <laughs> yeah, Plastic Man. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's one. Again, this is from the uh, this is from the Marvel Stars line. Ooh, okay. okay. And it was limited series. Mad Balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would have thought of uh, of like uh, a licensed franchise thing like that, but 
But they made a comic book off of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and it's just comic books that have, like... I mean, I mean, the toy itself just they kind of put it out there. So I'm yep. just saying because our because our theme here were comic books. I'm like, yep, there you go. <laughs> uh, now, if you just heard the name, you had you hadn't read the name, mm-hmm. right? And you just heard the name, you would immediately think pornographic. Grew. Grew. Well, if I didn't see it written out, right? If, if yeah, didn't... if I just heard it spoken, yes. Grew. Grew. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, obviously you could, you could do it with, with so much stuff. Secret Six. Um, Secret Six. Yep. <laughs> that's not, that sounds like, like a, a, you could do that either one two ways. It'd be like an infidelity one where the wife is cheating on like, you know, her husband. Mm-hmm. Or it could be one where it's a uh, a gay guy who's married <laughs> to a woman and he's hiding his real sexuality with the secret six. Or, or it could be one of those uh, one of those like uh, the you know the stuff that they, they do nowadays and stuff where it's the young boy and the older woman and uh, you know she didn't know that he has the secret six. <laughs> um, oh, so this is one this this is kind of like grew. you couldn't like you can't know the context of it, but if you hear it, Without knowing the context, yeah, it sounds pornographic. Okay. Uh, Sergio Aragonas destroys DC. Oh yeah, he <laughs> was like, I'm like, I don't know what the DC is, but man, <laughs> it just got me hard thinking about it. <laughs> oh, Sergeant Rock. Um. Oh yeah, God, Sergeant Rock. How did I miss that? Yeah. Shade uh, the Changing Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when he sideways. There's hard. a book called Sideways. No. Oh. Damn. So okay, we've kind of we've kind of gone uh, <laughs> that crossed some lines here a little yep, bit yep. with some things. So I'm gonna ask before before I present this one. Uh, what about adaptations? Adaptations of like movies and stuff. Uh, it wouldn't be my immediate go to, but I guess we could make that work. Uh, Jason X. Jason X, yeah. <laughs> or in the movie, it's Jason Ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently, there was a book called Johnny Appleseed. Okay. Yep, there you go. Uh, apparently, there was a book called Sins of Youth. Mm, that's that's, that's kind of pushing it, man. That's kind of pushing it. I'm not quite sure if I want to watch that one. <laughs> uh, Smallville. <laughs> uh, not one of mine. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the only good thing about that would make me... See, that's the thing. I would think that it would make me feel good about watching it because it's like, oh, well, I'm definitely bigger than that guy. Yeah. Like, but then it goes back to the other thing. I'm like, yeah, but he's fucking her and I'm not, so... <laughs> And he's getting paid to do it too. Come think about it, it was it was you. Damn. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, there, there are some people into like this, like making themselves feel better like that. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh hell yeah. Um, you could say uh, Johnny Quest. Uh, it's kind of a stretch. A little bit of a stretch. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a book called Joyride. I'm I'm pretty sure there was already a a porno. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it, but something tells me that that (laughs) exists already. Oh, here's what I was going to say. I was going to, it's very niche and you might be like, "Mm, maybe not, but uh, Judge Dredd. Hmm. If not, then I'm going to back that up with uh, my ass. Girl, who's (laughs) she playing with? You know, it's um, Juggernaut. (laughs) Juggernaut, I can see. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know you Ju- could. Juggernaut, I could definitely see. <laughs> um. Ah, uh, see, what uh, what else with your hmm? I'm I'm sure that like if we just like skimmed through everything, we'd be able to find like a comprehensive. Oh yeah. Amount of things, but. Um. Yeah, I'm, I I don't doubt it to me because you, <laughs> you know, actually in the in the right, the right connotation, you can make everything seem just like a little, you know, like oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, there was a next man. Yep, yep, that could definitely work. Yeah, that's one of those like slut wife stories. <laughs> it was a book uh, published by I believe it was DC. It was a supernatural book called Night Force. Night Force, okay. Yep. Can definitely, definitely see that one. Um, what else you got? Hmm. Hmm. Tail Gunner Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tales of the Unexpected. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you bring a Tail Gunner Joe, man? That's wrong, dude. <laughs> Tales of the Unexpected, though. Yeah, Tales of the Unexpected, that. Well, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> You're my stepbrother. Stop it. <laughs> That was just gonna just be a nice, peaceful time after work, just <laughs> having some dinner. But then, <laughs> um, this one I think okay, I'm gonna tell you, and you'll be like, maybe not. But then, if I just add a little bit to it, okay. definitely pornographic. Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. But now I say Pacific Rim job. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, apparently there was a book called, that came out called Pale Horse. Mm, okay. Yeah. Can, maybe. I could see that. Um, Underworld Unleashed. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. At, oh, that's, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd be curious. I'm saying I'd watch it, but I'd be curious. Oh, just V. V. Oh yeah. You could take that anyway. It'd be, yeah. It'd be five. It'd be <laughs> V. Um, uh, Marvel and the Earth X line, they had a book called Paradise X. Oh yeah. That could definitely work. Hmm. Um, wasn't there a Terry Moore book called Strangers in Paradise? Yes, there is. Okay, that that could work. And I think they actually did a, an adaptation of uh, of that Hulk Hogan um, a TV series, Thunder in Paradise. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yep. I mean, it, it's already meant to sound a little steamy, but there's the Hernandez Brothers book, Love and Rockets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Love and Rockets, that definitely, that sounds... Um... But yeah, I don't think that's an unintentional thing, so it's not as fun. <laughs> Um, Art on that's beautiful though. So, um, I, I I think we're about done though, right? I mean, we, yeah, we can keep I, going, keep going, keep going. But yeah, then, I, I think we could keep going. But yeah, we're we're like an hour fifteen in. I, I think we've gotten plenty of good laughs here. Yeah. So I'll I'll just I'll I'll I'll, I'll put the last one out there to end it off. If okay. That's okay with you? Sure. Okay, sure. So, um, depending on okay, so. Just like anything else in the world, like, you know, we, we watch a ton of shitty movies. We love, sh- well, not love shitty, but we, well, we like shitty movies. And, you know, especially like bad ones from the 80s and stuff. We like those really bad movies. So there are movies for every type of taste out there, whatever mm-hmm, it is that you mm-hmm. like or whatever. So I, I do have two more I can toss out there that are okay. really good because I'm towards the bottom of my list. Okay, so um, go ahead. I'll let you put your two out there. Uh, I, yeah, I do want you to, to do the last one, though. But uh, Young All-Stars... Okay, yep. <laughs> and As World's Finest. Oh, uh, World's Finest, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that World's Finest definitely is. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I was just going to say, like, so just because 
it's not your taste. Mm -hmm. Um, and it may sound, you know, it, it may sound like, uh, and not disgusting, um, offensive to you mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's, you know, that someone else won't like it. Right. Okay. So I'm just gonna say for the, for the last one there that, you know, depending on the right person was sound <laughs> pornographic. Planet of the Apes. You know, I thought about that towards the beginning of this, and I told myself no. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, um, it would probably be interracial. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Again, I'm not saying that I would make it. I'm not saying I'd star in it. I'm not saying I would write it or direct it, right? But I'm just saying that <laughs> I can see somebody making that, and that's what it would be. And in the right crowd, it would sell very well. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> Get your dick off her, you dirty ape. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> God. <laughs> he can talk. He can talk. He can talk. I can fuck. <laughs> Why is it a musical? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's got to be a planet of the apes porn parody out there i'm sure there is i mean i wouldn't want to watch it but i mean oh no no so oh but you're so damned ugly <laughs> zip <laughs> yeah i mean the only other thing the only one i had that was going to be that kind of offensive was going to be winnie the pooh but i just like oh, no. <laughs> I didn't say it though. <laughs> you did now though. <laughs> no, I was going to. I didn't officially put that on the list. See, we've tried this shit before and it never works with our <laughs> audience where it's like, you know, I was going to say this, but that'd be super offensive. So I decided not to say it. Like, yeah, Why? You, you said it now. It's out there. <laughs> was it, was it the uh, rule 37? Rule 34. 34? Oh, shit. I... I'm, I'm like way beyond that. I'm like, <laughs> you're three steps ahead. Are, of us, are you going to bring me, pull me back in? I'm, like, I'm lost. Everything is frightening and dark and sticky. Yeah, rule rule 34. If you can think it, somebody has it on the internet and is masturbating to it. So there you go. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Behind the Bastards. And uh, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, uh, my name is Turk22, and this is Akomi, and we're guest host today on the Joe Rogan Experience. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Please listen to more. And uh, wow. remember, you can only get this by subscribing to Joe Rogan Experience on Spotify. Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> <laughs> now, is that where you uh, you join a girl from behind and you pour a bucket <laughs> of water on her head? Is No? It... Cool. What? It's just, I don't know. Joe Rogan's always asking people about DMT. What is DMT? I don't know, it's some kind of a drug thing, right? Oh, it's pixie dust. I remember now. Right? What? I'm pretty sure DMT don't, is Don't look at dust. me like, right? Like, you're the black guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure DMT is pixie dust. Remember, I spent my 70 points on, you know, knowledge of porn. I left everything else on the table, including, like, you know, extensive knowledge of drugs. Nope. I even gave you extensive knowledge of black people. Like, I was like... <laughs> These are the topics that I do not... asked you about the DMT, and you didn't like it. <laughs> like, 
I was like, this is the stuff I don't want. And it was like, it was like, what's the one thing that like that will give me that I can just put the most points in and I don't have to worry about any of that stuff the stuff. I'll take that one. It's it's some it's some shit that, that uh, Joe Rogan has tripped out on before and he always asks his podcast podcast guests about it. Dimethyltryptamine. And now that's in your Google history. It's a substituted tryptamine that occurs in many plants and animals, blah, 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 blah. It's a, stru- it's a derivative and structural analog of tryptamine. Well, you can't yada, yada, yada what this drug is all about. Well, I, I don't care what it is structurally. It's, it's used as a recreational psychedelic drug. Hmm. And prepared by various cultures for ritual purposes as an entheogen. A what now? An entheogen. Hmm, no. I'm not going to fall down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. We're an hour 20 into this. I mean, I'm done. I said my piece. I actually said a little too much. Um, it produces effects similar to those of psychedelics like LSD and shrooms. Uh, other names for it include Fantasia, The Businessman's Trip, The Businessman's Special, 45-Minute Psychosis, and Spiritual Molecule. Spiritual Molecule. See, all I was doing was just, like, quoting the meme. It's always a meme with Joe Rogan going, Have you ever tried DMT? But, uh... Boy, this is educational with me. Spiritual Molecule actually sounds like a pretty cool band name. It does, yeah. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, hey everybody, we are, uh, I, I don't know, it's a good night. Fallout Boy, you want to thank uh, Spiritual <laughs> Molecule for opening up for us. Give him a big hand. <laughs> now, I know there's a lot of bands that you don't want to go see, uh, <laughs> but we really appreciate you coming to our concert. <laughs> Also, it's definitely not pixie dust, because pixie dust is a combination stimulant and euphoric drug, so it's not a psychedelic. Why would you want to take a stimulant and a euphoric drug? Because wouldn't a euphoric drug just make you feel all over good, but then now you stimulate, but like, I feel all over good, but I want to go do something. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know. You know I've, I've never done any drug, so I don't know. I, I that, that would be like, that would be like taking like a, like a methamphetamine. And then smoking some weed. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> that way I can be really productive, but I'll feel really relaxed while I'm doing it. The only way I would do that if I was about to eat, like, enter like an eating contest. <laughs> like, I got the munchies, now I got the power to eat. <laughs> Let's go, bring it on. Man, that's like the people who like, who like mix in like Red Bull and uh, Zequil. What? Yeah. Red Bull and Zequel. Yeah. Just shit that'll just fucking stop your heart. You know, if someone wants to say, like, hey, have you ever had Red Bull and Saki? Like, why the hell would I want to ruin Saki with Red Bull? Mm-hmm. That'd be super gross. Me. I mean, I barely even want to mix Red Bull with my spit. I mean... <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, Red Bull, Red Bull is super gross. Hmm. I remember, so, you remember we were at the, uh, at the uh, GalaxyCon Richmond, mm-hmm. and they were giving us free Red Bulls? Yeah, and there was nothing else we really like to drink, so I was like taking in my head like four Red Bulls, and I'm not, I'm not buzzing at all. I'm just like, I'm still damn thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't quench your thirst at all. Hmm. But yeah, so uh, I, I guess we should wrap this podcast up instead of uh, talking more about super illegal drugs. Red Bull's not illegal. No, <laughs> I'm talking about DMT and pixie dust. I thought, I thought you said DMT was was like a legal, like a fake stimulant. I mean, it's like a no. I don't know if it's legal or not, honestly. I'm not going to Google that. Okay, so just I'm just going to end it like this. So, um if it's if it's illegal, why I mean, so here it is. Here's this, here's this illegal drug and I got this guy on his 
podcast show that millions of people listen to. And he's like, hey, man. He's like, have you done DMT? Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah. DMT is like shit. He's like, uh, he's like, have you ever, I mean, have you ever made your own crystal meth? I've dabbled. I've dabbled. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just imagining. You, know, you, ever, you, you ever just like go to a club to stab a bunch of people and everything while you're on the dance floor? Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, just, I have. Okay, good. The police are outside waiting. Like, they don't make admit to that. Fuck yeah, you. I, I'm just imagining that uh, that it's illegal. Um, that makes sense to me. Right. Um, but then I thought ketamine was illegal. But then, like, I'm getting ads in my Facebook for like, why pay for a therapist when you can just take ketamine? My therapy wasn't working, but boy, my ketamine is. So I don't know. I don't know shit about drugs. I'm a drug virgin. Like, um. Well, you know. Yeah, I'm not even gonna go there. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I, I thought ketamine. I, I'm pretty sure ketamine has to be prescribed to you. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure ketamine has to be has to be prescribed to you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I, I know, uh, I know that weed is getting legalized in a lot of places because people won't shut the fuck up about it. But like, I have no investment in it. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know shit about this stuff. You know, okay, so. Uh, all right, so we oh, we gotta land the podcast. Well, yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna <laughs> say, uh, yeah, look, we're gonna we're going to stop here. We'll turn some. We'll continue. We'll turn to a micro episode. How's that? Um, yeah, we might be able to do that. Um, we could just like start a recording on a micro episode if we want to. Yeah, we're an hour and a half in here, so yeah. So we'll, let's go ahead and stop here, and then because I, I I've got some questions here. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, so tune in next time for the drug episode. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, you know, turn on your lava lamp, put your black light on, you know, <laughs> put some Pink Floyd on low, turn down the lights, and then uh, disconnect the phone. And don't tell your parents, kids. Unless uh, unless you're the parents that don't tell your kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, bye, everybody. It's like, if you miss this one, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, break out. <laughs> Oh, Simpsons is the best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Later, everybody. <laughs> Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>